It's almost as great as when Dan talks about broadcaster pay. <laughs> I find it interesting, but I can understand why everybody else would hate that. Like, I find it incredibly interesting. It's just like he's been talking about and again, I'm talking about it now because it's just been bottling up for just like a month straight of him just talking about it nonstop. And it's just like, Dan, these guys are getting paid because they're very good at their job and they've and been be, very good at their job for this the long. Value. And they're still going to be very good at their job because you can be a good broadcaster for a very long time and they're still going to hold these jobs. And it's usually not an issue in the analyst part it's in the play-by-play part is the problem but again joe buck fantastic at his job chris collinsworth al michaels all these guys fantastic at their job they ain't going anywhere and you're gonna get paid for what somebody feels like you're worth no matter what that astronomical number is tony romo making 17 million dollars a year he's worth that in CBS's eyes. He's going to make that money because somebody's going to pay him that money. And These fo- people and, are just that good. The NFL keeps making more money, so they're going yeah. to pay. They don't want to pay the players more. They're going to pay someone more. Yeah, the money's got to go somewhere. But I, I love, I love Dan describing institutional racism and then arguing with Mike. Being surprised, like what he said, like <laughs> yeah, and then arguing with Mike about it following it and then saying and then Mike legit saying oh so you think this is an institutional racism like argument and Dan's like no that's not at all what I'm saying it's like I'm just asking the question (laughs) I want to jump back to Allie I feel like previous to Tony Romo and his salary sort of being sort of publicly out there they wouldn't like I feel like two years ago they're earning like half or a third what they're earning now and all of a sudden like Tony Romo came in and was different, but still sort of within the confines of what, you know, broadcasters or, or the NFL would want. And then all of a sudden they paid him a lot of money. And now Joe Buck's got to get, you know, 19 and, and Aikman's got to get all this money. I feel like it's only recently that that sort of ideas come about, even if they were recycling Joe Buck and Troy Aikman and Collinsworth and Michaels and, and the same sort of, quality people over and over i feel like it's very recent that the 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 sort of salaries have just skyrocketed i don't know and it might just be me being ignorant but has it been produced recently or within the past like 15 20 years like what these broadcasters actually do make or is this just a recent phenomenon that these contracts and stuff are coming out because the nfl is making so much money that they're just trying to figure out where all of it's going maybe maybe i'm forgetting but i feel like tony Romo was one of the first guys i heard about what he made you sort of heard oh he's making three to five i feel like there was always ranges of what they're making but i feel like with romo it was like out there no he's making you know he's making 17 million and then it was sort of like and on him these, but i don't know these also happen around like around the new media deals so the fact is amazon's come up like the the new media deals are announced so that's part of the reason this has come up now and i think when tony romo came on there was a, a newer media deal that was announced so i think that's that's part of it or it was around there maybe but didn't we know what gruden was making as the monday night guy uh for espn like i i remember conversations like of levitzard having like having <laughs> conversations about how much money that they were making but i don't know like Gruden. exactly, I could, be, but I could be misremembering. Gruden was a bit different because you were paying him to be 
away from coaching. It's sort of sort of how if you're a yeah. university if you're a if you're a university professor and you're a lawyer or you're a uh, in the business school, you tend to make double what everybody else makes because they're paying you to be away from business where you can potentially make more money. So um, I think that's one of the reasons that, um, I th- and I also Gruden probably wants that out there because you know, what if he comes back to coaching, he could use that as leverage. But I, I don't know, Patty, I feel like we knew he was the highest paid employee at ESPN, but I don't feel like we early on knew what his annual salary was. I feel like that was much later in, in, you know, the idea that he made a good amount of money, the idea that he was the highest paid employee at ESPN was sort of more public knowledge than that he was making, you know, 10 for a hundred or, you know, five for 50 or whatever the number ended up being. I don't know, but maybe, maybe I'm just not remembering. And this has always just been the case, but I feel like it's more recent phenomenon where the money they're making, like. It's also, I mean, it's also, irrelevant. it's also been irrelevant until recently with, you know, for ESPN's purpose, like they had all these budget cuts, they did all these things. So like knowing that you're paying these talent more is sort of important when you're getting rid of 700 other employees. In different different aspects, so people are going to look at that different. But like fifteen years ago, I don't care what and like the NFL is making money. These networks are all making money. It doesn't matter. You know, they they cap the players. They don't cap the announcers. Right. We also feel like fifteen years ago there was CBS, NBC, Fox, and maybe ABC or ESPN. So you could have that controlled. And now that there's three more, four more, five more players in the game, there's more people wanting to bid on Al Michael. Not, more- not to mention they've they've had some success growing internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the uh, in Canada you get the you can get the Fox and the CBS coverage, but certain games you're gonna get the, the you know they're gonna package those, you know, the Fox announcers on um Sportsnet's one of the networks here, so like you might see it in different ways. So they're gonna, you know, the NFL hasn't grown internationally the way like basketball has, but uh, in Canada it's certainly big, especially now that Buffalo's doing well, and you know they're trying to to reach England and stuff like that. So that's part of it too. Is there's a lot of those international revenue streams that they're also getting. And just wait till when they move the Jacksonville Jaguars to England too. <laughs> just wait for that. That will be so sad. Duval will now be London. Wait, is there a Duval in England? There will be. (laughs) (laughs) What else did the show talk about over the past three weeks? (laughs) I feel like so much. I feel like I feel I feel like we've because we've been away that there's so much we could talk about. Yeah. <laughs> we can like, just talk about how good Billy has been over the past like two weeks at just being an agent of chaos, like just disrupting everything because he has been fantastic. What do you mean? <laughs> well, especially when Dan was like, Oh, you're not like today. Dan said something like, Oh, when you're not being a menace, and he's like, Oh, how so? Trying to poke that bear when he get on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my favorite part of Billy and that stuff is him agreeing with Greg on everything that just, cause it goes in so many directions. It rouses up Greg. It pisses off Dan, it pisses off Chris. It's like the, fir- it's like 
the gift that keeps on giving in many ways. Especially when he does that, like passive aggressive. What do you mean? Why would I support Greg? Of course, he's fabulous. I love when he does this. this. Right, Greg? I Don't would, you agree? And it's like, ah, oh, it's just so much. I, yeah, was, much I was sad with his Paul Rudd story today. He didn't talk about just, I just want them to replay the entire, you know, situation with Allison when they were traveling and they forgot the bags and all that. Yeah, like I remember that mystery crate. I remember when that, he initially told the story. Just, yeah. they, could, they could just play that for a full hour. Like, you guys take off tomorrow for an hour and just play that that hour again because it was just so funny. They'll do, it on, they'll do it on Friday for God Bless Football. <laughs> I didn't even click on last week's God Bless Football like because it was... It, you like, listen to Friday shows? No, no, no. Bless I, your I typically, heart. I typically don't, but like I, I just saw the title of the God Bless Jess and I was like, I, there's no way that I can watch or listen to this. <laughs> Hard pass. Hard pass. We're good. I love how angry... Stu is that Jess and Golica do a podcast together. <laughs> but does Stu really want to do that kind of podcast? It's just like your generic sports podcast. It's not like Stu being Stu. It would just be like a polished Stu. No, but it's that's it, no fun. Yes, this is, have you have you ever heard Stu in an interview when he's like being like a legit sportscaster? It's really trippy. He went on uh, Bill Simmons' pod couple of years ago and i remember listening to it and it's just like oh this is Stu, like being like mad he, dog he, well no he just he, he wasn't in character like he was a little bit but like you know he was sort he's, of yeah he's he was schmoozy but like it was just yeah. like oh like he's like bre- he was breaking stuff down like he was doing stuff properly and it was just like oh this is this is weird like it's just he he can do it when he wants to but uh yeah so i mean the the be- Mike Golick would arrange everything. He wouldn't have to do anything. He just has to show up. It's the beauty. Yeah, but it's like but getting, Ali, it's like getting just, paid to be unemployed. This is true. I think for Stu, it's the idea of it. He, you know, he misses. He doesn't miss doing it because he wants to put no effort. But he misses the idea of missing it. Like, how is someone else getting something that I would like to do? Kind of thing. Yeah, no, I think he's just too busy. Like, you know, he's supposed to be he's supposed to be at the Masters tomorrow, and we don't know if he's going to be there. We don't know if he's going to be in Miami. He may he, he, he might be at a dead show somewhere. You never know. <laughs> yeah, him and uh, him and Bill Walker hanging out. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't think he's going to the Masters. I just I, I will be shocked. If tomorrow he's actually like and live, he's gonna have some like green screen behind him, and it's gonna be (laughs) Amen Corner, and it's yeah, buddy, I'm here. Say Amen at the corner. Which, by the way, everybody needs to listen to Chris Vernon Vernon. tomorrow (laughs) and Friday. It is the best content you will ever get on the internet for the entire year. The Masters update. It is the best thing on the internet. It's still in my head from last year. Where the hell is Charlie Hoffman? So good. (laughs) What were you saying, Schweitz? I said the Knicks are going to lose this game. Yes, they are. Well, in in typical Knicks fashion. They had such a big lead. Yeah, and they blow them. I mean, the the truth is. They suck. Yeah, they they do. I just just wanted to show. It's compounded by the way. They suck. Tib wants to coach versus the players he has. Uh, Knicks talks worse than F1 talk. 
<laughs> Boo, who likes racing? They just go in circles. One time, I guess my dad got drunk in Vegas when there was a NASCAR race and like just in the middle of the hotel full of NASCAR fans, like blackout drunk, just <laughs> yells into the crowd, who That's won awesome. the loop-de-loop? <laughs> That's so great. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that ended well. I'm sure. I'm sure not one of those NASCAR. Fans yeah, they they said they threw him into the uh, elevator and got him out of as soon as they got. <laughs> threw him in the elevator and hit every button. <laughs> oh my goodness, that, racing fans are the worst. No, Which I am like, I am like forty some days out. From the Indy 500, ladies and gentlemen, your flower after I'm hours, person on the ground, boots on the ground for the Indy 500 this year. So I'd, I'd like to amend your statement that sports fans are the worst. Correct. Being a sports fan is hard, Schweitz. It is Especially hard. if you're a white male a, sports fan. That is comedy is hard. You can't be Browns. funny anymore either. It's hard. Life is hard. That's why Dan's never oh. funny. He's just asking the question. <laughs> i'm gonna make a dan bingo card of all these sayings and i'm gonna get bingo with him like by the time the big suey hits one day it's gonna be like i'm just the asking the question octogenarian um Across mother's casket um what's pretty feeder speaking of bingo Bingo cards. Uh, cinephobe cinef- ah, is uh, joining the network, so that's, uh, that's oh a nice great addition. more podcasts. Ooh, <laughs> it's a great podcast. What's cinephobe? I don't want to say it. Uh, just, just listen. I don't want to listen. David Harper, Anthony Mays, that David other guy. Oh man, did y'all see that David's not going to be on the Lauer tomorrow? Oh, oh seriously. Yeah, I get he put something out on Twitter saying that like he was informed he's not going to be on the local hour tomorrow because of some the, the beef with like Chris Cody and all this. When yeah, they're just probably just going to watch the Masters, but it's opening day, isn't it? it for is, baseball. It is. Yes. Um, so yeah, I find that interesting. I mean, I don't like David Sampson, but I feel like the show needs a punching bag, and he's a great punching bag. So I appreciate that, and it's business. It's nothing personal. Oh, the Knicks are tied now. And how do you feel? Nothing. You feel nothing. No, I feel very conflicted. But I mean, the truth is, they're a hard watch, and you know that's not going to change anytime soon. So well, now they're losing. So I'm sorry. It's fine. I mean, I just they're just dumpster juice. Most of the teams I follow, except the Yankees, are so. No, the Yankees are finishing in fourth place this season in their in the in the AL East. Well, that's because that that but that's very specifically, uh, you know, for, for reasons including that Cashman is managing more than Boone is. But anyway, the last thing we want to do is go down the path of actual hard hitting sports talk because this is not first take. Let's wait for so, Cashier to talk about that. Yeah, eventually it'll happen. So we're gonna crash this plane into a mountain because we really can't say land the plane with the way we've been flying tonight but uh it's been fun i hope you have enjoyed it 
I hope you listen next week when maybe we'll be a little more polished. Never. Don't expect us to be. What? I didn't say polished. I said more polished because I feel like we've been extra, extra. You know what? We'll just chalk it up to us being off for three weeks. We'll just chalk it up. A little rusty. I blame Mayor Matt having his daughter getting married. How dare he? And, and his list of topics, he he always yeah, he comes always with, has always prepared, always has his hot takes ready to just fire him off. And we're just like, eh. Hey. Yeah, so so we, we do miss him tonight. And we're just uh, he's a little under the weather, so we hope he feels better. But congratulations to his daughter on getting married. And, How uh, were you at your lowest point? <laughs> Gus Johnson. Why do we always talk about the Lakers while proceeding to talk about the Lakers for 25 minutes? LeBron James is averaging 30 points a game. He needs to play two more times to win the, the award. <laughs> basketball college basketball player, Yeah, college basketball players can't shoot threes, according to Dan, when in reality, they're only two percentage points off the NBA three-pointer mm-hmm. average. So I'm just going to throw that out there. basketball. Gino Armiana. Luigi. If your name's Luigi, why do you not go by Luigi? Luigi is such a cooler name than Gino. Get over yourself, Gino. Mario Mario <laughs> or Luigi Mario? Yes. So we will uh, catch you again next week. Thank you for listening to Midweek Mentions. Check out our other Larry After Hour pods. We've got Left at the Club. We've got Post Post Game. And we've got Cinema. We just recently had uh, that guy Zoe on, Lorenzo, um, to talk. We went through some Star Wars stuff, and we hope to do some more possibly in the future with some other special guests. I'm Ant, at Stiano on Twitter, S-T-A-I-A-N-O. Thanks for joining us, and have a great week. Zoom, zoom. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.